Hi everyone, and welcome to Reflective Thoughts. Uh, so, this uh, particular podcast, we're talking about miracles, and I did a miracles intro, um, but just to recap, I guess, um, I was going through a systematic theology textbook, and in this textbook, we came across the topic of miracles. And the questions on the very front page were, what are miracles, and can they happen today? And I thought it was an interesting topic, and I kind of wanted to explore a bit about miracles. Uh, If you're following on the Facebook page, sharing my thoughts, you will have seen um, some questions there. You know, do you have a definition of what a miracle is, and does it even matter what that definition is. So we're going to look today at the definitions that have been posted, uh, that have been written in this textbook uh, regarding miracles. So uh, before I get into that, I'd just like to mention this systematic theology textbook. I haven't actually mentioned the author as such. Uh, The author is Wayne Grudem. Wayne Grudem. Uh, chapter 17, he's, he's written this thing on miracles. You might have the book, so you can follow along and maybe uh, buy a copy yourself and have a look. Uh, systematic Theology. It's, it's a summary of his own personal theology when it comes to God. and It's got all kinds of topics in here, to be honest. Um... But it's an interesting read, nonetheless, and you might find yourself asking questions. It might, you know, theology is a big subject. Uh, everyone has their own opinion. Um, so I also want to make that clear. Like, I'm not trying to sway you either way. <clears throat> Excuse me when I share this. I'm just simply exploring uh, this particular chapter on miracles, what are they? Can they happen today? Um, and see where the conversation goes. So the definition that that the main definition that is followed here is a miracle is a less common kind of God's activity in which he arouses people's awe and wonder and bears witness to himself. That's the main definition that that Wayne has has written here in his in this textbook uh, it's um, a pretty good definition I I struggled initially uh, when I was thinking about you know what's my own definition of a miracle um, I typically honestly I don't don't know that I'd thought about a, a specific definition to start with. Um, the first kind of thought was something that defied the the laws of nature, right? Something unusual, something amazing, something, yeah, just something that happened, like, it's a miracle. And I think, too, like, even the word miracle gets tossed around a lot by Christians, by non-Christians, there's songs about miracles, there's phrases about miracles like has it lost some of its meaning for you 
as as you hear that word miracle interesting huh so that's his narrowed and direct kind of definition of a miracle but then he explores other definitions and i thought it was very interesting some of the other definitions that got mentioned because there are implications for those definitions which he talks about in his book so he had um one definition of miracle as being just i a <clears throat> excuse me a direct intervention of god in the world that's a very simple definition of miracle right a direct intervention of god in the world but he goes on to say that this definition assumes a deistic view of god's relationship to the world in which the world continues on its own and god only intervenes in it occasionally which obviously is not the biblical view uh you could see that and make that kind of argument using matthew chapter 5 verse 45 where you know god makes the rainfall causes the grass to grow and continually carries all things by his word of power hebrews 1 3 Another definition of miracle is a more direct activity of God in the world. A more direct. Like God's not in charge. That's a bad definition, isn't it? But to talk about a more direct working of God suggests that his ordinary providential activity is somehow not direct. And again hints at a sort of deistic removal of God from the world. Another definition that's written here is God working in the world without using means to bring about the results he wishes. God working in the world without using means to bring about the result he wishes. That's strange definition. <clears throat> As Wayne explains, like, it's... What? It's, um... You know, speaking of God without means, <laughs> leaves, leaves very few miracles, if any, in the Bible. Because it's hard to think of a miracle that came about with no means at all. He writes in the healing of people, for example, some of the physical properties of the sick person's body were doubtless involved as part of the healing. When Jesus multiplied the loaves and fishes... Well, if I'd say loaves and fishes, I'd say loaves and fish. Um, he at least used the original five loaves and two fish that were there. When he changed water into wine, he used water to, and made it wine. So, in that sense, the definition he explains is inadequate. He uses or mentions another definition of miracle as being an exception to a natural law. Or God acting contrary to the laws of nature, which was my kind of initial thought. But by using that phrase, laws of nature, in popular understanding implies that there are certain qualities inherent in the things that exist. Laws of nature that operate independently of God, and that God must intervene or break these laws for a miracle to occur. Again, 
Wayne says the definition does not adequately, adequately account for the biblical teaching on providence. Another definition of miracle that's written down here is an event impossible to explain by natural causes. And Wayne says this definition is inadequate because number one does not include God as the one who brings about the miracle. And number two, it assumes that God does not use some natural causes when he works in an unusual or amazing way. And thus it assumes again that God only occasionally intervenes in the world. And three, it will result in a significant minimizing of actual miracles and an increase in skepticism. Since many times when God works in answer to prayer, the result is amazing to those who prayed, but it is not absolutely impossible to explain by natural causes, especially for a skeptic who simply refuses to see God's hand at work. Interesting, right? <clears throat> an impossible, an impossible event, an an event impossible to explain by natural causes is insufficient. Uh, therefore, the original definition given above, where a miracle is simply a less common way of God's working in the world, seems to be preferable and more consistent with the biblical doctrine of God's providence. This definition does not say that a miracle is a different kind of working by God, but only that it is a less common way of God's working, and that it is done so to arouse people's surprise, awe, or amazement in such a way that God bears witness to himself. So all of this is just being quoted out of his textbook. This is not my opinion. Uh, but I found it interesting nonetheless. All these different definitions of miracles and why they're not really good ones. The biblical terminology for miracles frequently points to this idea of God's power at work to arouse people's wonder and amazement. Primarily... Three sets of terms are employed. Sign, which means something that points to or indicates something else, especially with reference to miracles. God's activity and power. Then we have wonder. It's two. An event that causes people to be amazed or astonished. And three, miracle or mighty work. An act displaying great power, especially with reference to miracles. Often signs and wonders is used as a stock expression to refer to miracles. And sometimes all three terms are combined. So we... Yeah, we see that in scripture, right? Mighty works and wonders and signs. Acts chapter 2 verse 22. Or you might have a combination of signs and wonders and mighty works. 2 Corinthians 12 12. And Hebrews chapter 2 verse 4. It's all very technical, huh? The definition of miracle. But I think I do like... I think I do like his definition. A miracle is a less common kind of God's activity in which he arouses people's awe and wonder and bears witness to himself. Good definition, I think. So... 
again, you might have a different idea of what a miracle is. Please uh, feel free to post on, on sharing my thoughts group uh, what your definition of a miracle is, whether you agree with any of the definitions or uh, if you agree with Wayne's definition, or you can, you know, ask questions. It's a, an interesting topic, miracles. But we just wanted to deal primarily with this segment, what the definition of miracle is, according to Mr. Grudem. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more on the topic of miracles.